Big wins for Marshall and Troy. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. I had meant to look at the total of our... Uh, subscribers and it doesn't seem to be want to be working right now it was over 490 my youtube pages got uh messed up here so we'll oh we're almost at 700 how about that we had a big weekend almost at 700 thank you so much uh <laughs> celebrating the jewish holidays uh a very nice mitzvah so thank you uh so much continue to, to continue to subscribe to youtube please tell your sunbelt uh friends and family that are fans and uh, don't forget about the uh, audio podcasting as well, uh, uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify. And if you listen on Apple, you can rate and review, and that's a big help. Uh, of course, you can get it anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search Locked on a Sunbelt. All right, so let's start off with Marshall and Troy. Those were the two teams that uh, got the day off to a really good start for uh, the Sunbelt. Not only did they win, but they were both on national uh, TV. It didn't start out all that great for Marshall, right? Virginia Tech gets the ball, marches right down the field, but all of a sudden Marshall's offense comes alive. Rasheen Ali had a big day. Cam Bancher wasn't bad, did have a couple of interceptions, but they score 17 points in the second quarter and going to halftime up uh, 17 to 10. They had a touchdown in the third, and then they had to hold on for dear life. Uh, Virginia Tech gets a touchdown. Uh, Kyron uh, Drones was really good, uh, both passing and uh, running for uh, Virginia Tech, the quarterback. Uh, he brought him within seven. Marshall had a chance to run out the clock, but couldn't get enough first downs. And Virginia Tech was driving and got it down to the Marshall, actually 31-yard line. It's fourth down and one, but they jumped early, and it ended up being fourth down and six in Marshall made a stop. Marshall goes to 3 and 0 overall, 2 and 0 in uh the Sun Belt. They get Georgia State, which is a great football game coming up, but what a huge ball game uh for Marshall as a team, as a program. Uh and I want to give credit to Virginia Tech. I'm sure Brent Pry, you know, could have gotten out of this deal, but he knows his team is down. His he knows this is not where Virginia Tech wants to be. Uh, they dropped to one and three, zero oh and two on the road. Uh, Marshall or zero oh and two. Yeah, it says zero oh and two on the road. Um, oh, so it's Marshall. I'm reading home. Oh, so it's Mar Marshall's only one and zero oh in the Sun Belt. Sorry about that. Uh, so, you know, Marshall was the team that was favored at one point in time. They were favored by seven. It went down to four and a half or five, something like that. May have been six by the time the game kicked off. Let's see what it said. It was here five and a half, and Marshall did uh, cover that on a Saturday. But again, here's the problem, right? That uh, herd fans are going to have. It's not aesthetically pleasing. Uh, Cam Fancher once uh, uh, 67. I'm going to try that again. Cam Fancher 16 
for uh, 27, only 160 yards and the two picks to throw one touchdown, uh, you know, somewhere along the way, whether it be against Georgia State or GMU or, uh, or JMU, Georgia Southern or <laughs> whomever in the in the uh, in the East. Uh, it's going to be a problem if he doesn't play better than that. All right. It's really hard for me to understand about complaining about a starting quarterback that is nine and one. All right. Is the defense good? Sure. Is the running back good? Sure. But somewhere along the way, Camp Bancher is going to take that next step. And it doesn't even have to be that big a step. You got to stop making some mistakes. But I think Marshall is going to be okay. And really looking forward to this ball game against Georgia State uh, this weekend. On the other hand, you got Troy. So I picked Marshall. All right. Ends up being a win-win with Troy because Troy wins and Western Kentucky covers. All right. I did actually have Western Kentucky in this ball game, But Troy has slowly, if not very quickly, turned things around. They have not looked good through the first three weeks of the season uh, defensively. They just haven't and this was a really good test against a very high-powered offense in western kentucky in austin reed and they did a really good job for the most part they did fall behind seven nothing but then they never trailed after that they got it to be a 17 uh to seven lead in the third quarter right out of the gate uh and they ended up leading by 10 in the second half they did allow a late touchdown and they did give the ball back, but, uh, you know, they did a good job defensively and winning the ball game against what is a, a tough team. And they are starting uh, to come together. They are two and two overall. Um, let me see. I'm not sure. If the... And they are 0 and 1 in uh, the Sun Belt. And they do play at Georgia State, which is going to be a heck of a football game. Oh. There at Georgia State? Let me see. Hold, whoop, time out. New 20. Troy is at Georgia State. My bad. Oh, so maybe it's uh, Troy and then Marshall. Whoopsie. It is. My bad. <laughs> Got everybody excited. It is Troy and then Marshall against Georgia State. So sorry about that. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Troy is is starting to come together. All right, there's a lot of play, a lot of people to replace from last year's team. Gunnar Watson actually had a huge day. Gunnar Watson, not someone you're expecting to throw for over 300, 300 yards, and he did. Three hundred forty nine yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. That's a big ball game by Gunnar Watson, all right? Uh, Kamani Vidal, uh, he scored a couple of touchdowns. He bounced back from what was not a great game against JMU, 156 yards. But the big the big play was uh, Hail Mary at the end of the first half. Chris Lewis caught it, and he had a big uh, catch uh, in the fourth quarter as well. Only had three catches, but 101 yards and a touchdown. So Watson is 349. Vidal has 156. and Chris Lewis had three catches for 101 yards. <laughs> and I think Chris Lewis was the difference in the ballgame. <laughs> a little bit strange. A little bit strange. But good for John Summerall. Should uh, learn uh, not to bet against uh, John Summerall and Troy. 
Although in this case, I, I did win, but uh, probably not the way I thought. I really thought that I really thought that Western Kentucky was probably going to win by 10. I really did. And the more I do this on, uh, uh, the more FanDuel I do, the uh, the more I realize so few people know exactly what games are not going to go the way people think they're going to go. Very few times. I'd say 10 to 20% maybe of the games we pick. Doesn't mean the result doesn't end up that way. That's different. But the games generally don't go the way we think they're going to go. All right. Generally speaking. Uh, all right. Let's take a timeout. Uh, when we come back, South Alabama back to square one. I wish I knew. What was wrong with what was wrong with the Jaguars? But they are struggling. That is for sure. Time to tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. And you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it fun and easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. South Alabama coming off a win against Oklahoma State. And again, last week, first of all, a couple of things. I said this on the radio this week on 1033, the GOAT. These, these teams and these games seem to be, unless you are the upper echelon, week to week to week. No two games are the same. No two weeks are the same. And so last week, Cajuns, Jaguars, LSU, and South Alabama all played really well. Every single one of them did. Cajuns UAB, LSU was Mississippi State, South Alabama was uh, South Alabama was Oklahoma State. Oh, and Cuse. I, I know if I mentioned the Cuse. And the Cuse over Purdue. Okay. My problem was, I wasn't sure if it was the team that was I was rooting for was really good or the other teams were really bad. Well, we're not sure about South Alabama anymore because they got out to a 14 nothing lead and ended up losing at home 34-30 to to a team that they were favored by 16. All right, a little bit overrated, maybe a little bit too few points, but even if you 10-point favorite, all right, Go look up what Central Michigan's defensive stats were. They're awful. South Alabama is going sideways. And I'm trying to figure it out. Some really bad play calling. Some really poor execution. The defense had no idea what to do against CMU. None whatsoever. And then wouldn't you know it, they end up taking the lead. And they need to stop. And they can't get the, but it's Bauer. They couldn't get the CMU quarterback down. Couldn't get him down. Not bringing any pressure. And then, then the game's on the line. I think they said it was fourth and five. I thought I read it was fourth and five, but I thought it was fourth and 10. They're going to face a fourth and 10. And now I got to go to the play-by-play. And somewhere along the way, 
Quentin Wilfon, veteran player. Been there a bit. Been there a minute. He loses his cool and rips someone's face mask off or helmet off. Gets a 15-yard personal foul. So instead of fourth down and five or fourth down and 10, it's a first down. We're going from either at the outer range of field goal range and going for it on fourth down where you may actually win the football game to first down and 10 inside the 20 or around the 20. Unbelievable turn of events. I'm not even sure that Kane Womack knew what happened when it did. Maybe someone, I'm sure someone told him afterwards. I'm sure Quentin Wolfon told him afterwards. But a really inexcusable losing of the cool. If Central Mission goes down, they convert the fourth down, kick a field goal to tie it up. You lose an OT. Okay, it's disappointing. But in this case, in this case, and it's tough to point at one player in this case, Quentin Wilfon cost his team a chance at a win. Kane Womack said it after the, after the game. You know, we put our egos, our personal egos ahead. He does claim that the other teams are chippy a lot. That comes out. If you ever watch a press conference, the other team is chippy. They're chippy. We did a good job keeping our cool. South Alabama didn't keep their cool. Here it is. Four, it's going to be fourth down and seven at the South Alabama 35-yard line. So either you're kicking a fifth, you're either going for it on fourth and seven, or you're kicking a 52-yard field goal. With, by the way, would it have been a minute 22? No, I guess that's when the maybe that's when the um, drive started. But Quentin Wilfon's 15-yard penalty sends it to the South Alabama 20. One, two, three, four plays later. Touchdown, Central Michigan. And South Alabama scratching their heads again. South Alabama, it's it, to me, it's inexplicable how South Alabama has played well for five, no, uh, one, two, six, seven quarters out of sixteen. Played well one quarter, about fifteen minutes against Tulane. Uh, they played good in the second half against Southeastern. They played well against. Uh, Oklahoma State. So that's that's seven right there, we'll say, even though not very well in the third. Defensively, they shut them out. So we'll say well. All right. So we're up to eight, actually. Eight quarters, because they played well in the first quarter against CMU. I don't consider giving up 14 points in the fourth quarter playing well. Play good defense in the fourth quarter, you win the football game, right? Don't get shut out in the second quarter. That's bad football. And it, this team is too good and too talented, and I don't understand what's going on. All right. Again, there's some plays that with a little bit more air, a little bit more touch by Carter Bradley, going to make these things a little bit easier to uh, to catch. Certainly not all on him. Uh, Ladanian Webb is outstanding. Colin Lacey is outstanding. Carter Bradley should be better than 17 out of 27 with this team. All right. Ladanian Webb, you know, kind of an average day for him. 18 carries, 68 yards. Colin Lacey, really good. Good six catches, 132 yards, and a couple of scores. They were down 10, and he made a catch, stayed on his feet, and was able to take it into the end zone, made it a one-score game. That was that was really the huge play of the game for South Alabama, just to be able to get close. I wish I knew what was going on there. So, and, that, and by the way, now it gets hard. 
Now it gets hard. Now they're going to, well, they, they're going to JMU. That's on ESPNU this weekend. That was supposed to be a huge ball game. South Alabama's probably a, are they a touchdown underdog? Four and a half point underdog. That seems low. I mean, I, I hope South Alabama plays well. I, I don't know who I'm going to pick. I'll probably pick South Alabama. Well, no, I'll probably pick JMU. They're the better football team. To win by four and a half? South Alabama hasn't shown anything to win this football game. No, 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 no. Certainly not going to bet that way. Um, but that JMU should win this football game. JMU has been inconsistent within the games. They're the ones that are 4-0 and 1-0 in the conference. They figured out how to win some of these. What would... Uh, uh, Murphy ball games that Ken Womack would talk about. They figured it out. South Alabama hasn't. South Alabama won a lot of close ball games last year. Not this year. They ain't winning close ball games. They have not played well this year. They have certainly not played well up to expectations. Not whatsoever. All right, let's take a time out. A little bit of a rant there. But when we come back, how good is Texas State? Are they the team to beat in uh, the West? Let me tell you about Athletic Brewing and this week's Game Changer. Now time for your Game Changer of the Week brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. Much like Chris Lewis from the Troy Trojans, Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Chris Lewis, three catches, 101 yards and a touchdown, and he catches a Hail Mary at the end of the first half, uh, and he is the Game Changer for the Troy Trojans this week in their 27-24 victory over Western Kentucky. Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good, full of flavor, well-crafted, just like full-strength beer. You can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewingcompany.com. First-time customers can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewingcompany.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. We'll do more of a, a full recap uh, of, uh, of the conference. Georgia Southern bounced back, and uh, JMU had an interesting ball game. Uh, Cajuns almost handed one away. We'll do more of that for Tuesday. So don't think I forgot about anybody uh, from uh, the weekend. But how good is Texas State? Well, that was a heck of a game in itself. There is a reason Nevada has now lost 14 straight ball games. So I was producing the Raging Cajuns, or helping produce, the Raging Cajuns ball game on Saturday. And that was the one score I hadn't checked out was Texas State. And wouldn't you know it, they're down 17-0 at half. Well... Somehow they come away with a couple of scores and they make it a 17-14 ball game. I mean, I don't know how the first half went. I know how the second half went, all right? And Nevada come, or uh, Texas State comes out, gets a touchdown to begin with. They actually uh, fumble the ball away 
but they force a punt. Texas State scores a touchdown, makes it 17-14. Nevada fumble, Texas State touchdown. Nevada fumble, Texas State touchdown. Nevada downs, Texas State touchdown. <laughs> I mean, they are. Nevada has, lo- has lost 14 games in a row for a reason. Uh, a lot of times we hear this, and I don't necessarily agree with uh, Texas State, or not Texas State, it's coaches. Well, it's not really about them, it's about us, okay? And as much as Texas State played much better in the second half, uh, that was about Nevada. All right. They're just not a good football team. They do not know how to finish. They are awful defensively. Uh, give credit to DJ Kinney's guys for, you know, keeping their heads up and, you know, not sulking down 14 to nothing. Uh, Ishmael uh, Mahdi, 216 yards on the ground on just 21 carries, by the way, averaging 10 yards a pop. He scored two touchdowns. TJ Finley, a really efficient 25 of 31, 295 yards, a couple of touchdowns, did uh, throw an interception in uh, the first half. Uh, the only reason <laughs> that uh, Texas State did not cover, Brendan Lewis, the starting quarterback, tweaked a knee on the last drive of the game, and A.J. Bianco comes in. <laughs> I mean, hilarious. First play, 43 yards to a wide open receiver. <laughs> they end up punching it in for a touchdown a couple of plays later. Uh, but how good is Texas State? We'll see. All right. They could give the Cajuns trouble. The Cajuns play Minnesota this week and then welcome in Texas State. Texas State's going to Southern Miss, and Southern Miss has their problems. My goodness, do they have some issues, although the offense did show up against Arkansas State this week. The defense was nowhere to be found. But Texas State, you know, just watching them, they they stack receivers two on each side, and that was an issue for the Cajuns against ODU. And we're finding out ODU ain't all that great. So we'll see. Uh, not to get off the subject too much, Cajuns defense was really good until the Cajuns offense started to implode. That's what we'll talk about uh, tomorrow. Uh, but I mean, Texas State is three and one. What was their over under? Like four and a half, five? My goodness, they are going to beat that, right? Right now, right now, at least after Saturday's action, they're the best team in the West. Troy may be second. We'll see about the Cajuns. The Cajuns are doing too many self-inflicted wounds. Got no idea about um, South Alabama. Southern Miss ain't it this year. Arkansas State's all of a, all of a sudden won a couple in a row. Um, and ULM is ULM. But Texas State, if you ask me who's the best team right now between Texas State, Troy, the Cajuns, and South Alabama, it's Texas State. When do they play Troy, by the way? That's going to be a big ball game all of a sudden. <laughs> they are at uh, Southern Miss, the Cajuns, hosting. They actually have a three-game homestand, so that's a big month for them at home with a week off. They get Monroe, Troy, and Georgia, Georgia Southern at home. That's a big spot for Texas State. I mean, it just it is not easy. They do get Arkansas State, but they, they Southern Miss, Cajuns, ULM, Troy, Georgia Southern at Coastal, at Arkansas State, and then home versus South Alabama. How good is Texas State right now is a big a question. Did not play well in the first half. Didn't sulk, didn't pout. Put up 35 second half points to, well, no points in the second half until those of us who 
add Texas State minus 17. Really cared about it. <laughs> it is oh, what it is. All right. I have a maybe we'll go over one of those <clears throat> small betting stories on uh, uh, during the week because it was you couldn't have you brutal. It was just brutal. All right. Uh, one of the, I guess a bad beat, but. You know, someone just couldn't have waited three minutes to tell me that I won. Couldn't have waited three minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, okay. So I think Texas State right now is the best team in the West. Uh, and we'll see what happens. They got a couple of big games coming up uh, on the road. Uh, again, much more to do this week when we recap the rest of the uh, rest of the conference. Uh, JMU may be the best team in the conference. Uh, Cajuns have a shot against Minnesota. I thoroughly believe that. If they can stop shooting themselves in the foot, both um, execution-wise and decision-wise, and that's coaches' decision-wise. They had some odd decisions that there was no reason. Both of Zeon Chris's interceptions are not on Zeon Chris. They're on the coaches' staff. Two bad decisions there. Uh, all right. Uh, again, thank you so much. Almost 700. Maybe by the time I wake up, we'll have 700 subscriptions. Uh, really appreciate it. You never know. We were actually like a week ahead of uh, where I thought we were going to be. So maybe, maybe we can get 300 in the next five weeks and get to 1,000 by Halloween. That would be a huge, huge deal. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you again on Tuesday.